This is the Perfectly Mentored Podcast with your host, Jason Portnoy. Let's, let's talk about large publications for a second. While everyone's focused on social media platforms and posting on there and making sure they have the right content for Instagram or Facebook and starting podcasts, you're still a big believer in publications. Why should everyone else be too? I'm a, I'm a big believer in diversity and I am a big believer in publications. And you, you all as entrepreneurs have seen this this year more than any year. Uh, Facebook shuts down profiles without notice. I, I saw the story on, I don't know if I shared this with you, Jason, I don't think I did. Uh, I saw a story on Business Insider on somebody that spends $46 million in Facebook advertising and they shut him down. <laughs> no reason. He doesn't, he doesn't know why. Um, here's the thing. You don't own any of those platforms. You don't. If Facebook decides to make a change, Instagram, uh, if they go down, whatever happens, if politics, if Washington decides they're going to put more limitations, which it kind of seems like right now they're on that bug. If uh, Apple and iOS 14.3 decide that they're going to turn off Facebook's unique identifier, and make people opt into that, all of that affects you and it affects your business. So if you are there for your primary lead generation, you're going to be SOL. Um, this happened years ago. I don't know if you remember this, Jason, with uh, uh, SEO and algorithms. And then Google had Panda and then they had Penguin. And then people that had dependent SEO were like, they lost their businesses overnight with just algorithm changes. So I like publications in the fact that media has been around longer than any of these mediums. Media predates social media, right? And media is something that, why do celebrities even get media? They're already celebrities, but they're pursuing, they want to be on the cover of Forbes and, you know, Kylie Jenner lobbying for the cubby of Forbes and, and yada, yada, yada. It's because it works. And you have the opportunity to get in front of Inc. Magazine's 70 million unique readers, Forbes Magazine's 110 million unique readers. It's an insane readership that you can be in front of. And guess what? It's always new. So whereas your social media people may have seen the same post that you regurgitated four times, you could go regurgitate that on a, on a large publication. Guess what? They've never seen it. And that audience churns, so it's always going to be new people. I like it because there's a lot of traffic. I like it because of the brand credibility. If I told you, Jason, that I was a John Maxwell certified coach, you probably know what that is. Maybe, maybe not. Now, if you went and asked somebody at the supermarket, hey, do you know what a John Maxwell certified coach is? You know what they're gonna say? They're gonna say, I have no clue what that is, right? And I know this because we actually had students test this out. They went and asked people around them, do you know what John Maxwell certified coach is? Have you heard of Pat Flynn? this and that, and, and you know what the answers to those questions were. But those same people said, hey, I have an article published in Forbes. You know what the instant reaction was? Holy smokes, like you're in Forbes? Like it's just brand credibility that's understood by all. So I love it for the traffic. I love it for the brand credibility. I love it for the credibility it gives with your current market. And I'm practically some of these publications even pay for content. So you talk about the credibility. But I'm curious to hear your thoughts because it could be bought, right? So you, we, I mean, I, I won't say all the listeners, but you and I for sure have both been pitched and got the DMs of like $500, I get you a Forbes feature or $500 or $1,000, I get you into entrepreneur. What's the difference between what you teach and being a featured person in an article? 
Yeah, what, what typically is being taught and sold is getting featured, meaning you're going to get written about and more than likely it's going to be a couple lines in an article with a bunch of entrepreneurs. Um, in a rare circumstance, there's going to be a, a full feature. Um, what's being pushed right now is a lot of, I'll get you in the a press release in the classified section of, you know, whatever, uh, USA Today and Yahoo Finance and all that good stuff. What I'm talking about is actually becoming a contributor. Meaning you get access to a contributor profile. You can publish articles uh, when you want to. And when somebody goes to that publication, they see entrepreneur.com forward slash Kamanzi forward slash Jason. They see your profile there. While features and mentions can be bought, you cannot buy a contributor account. You can't buy your way into having your profile on a publication. Uh, the chief editor of entrepreneur.com just put out this article, uh, put out an article about paying for various things. And that's one of the things that he says is people pay for features. And when we find out that that's going on, we blacklist everybody that was involved and we trace each of those things, but you can never pay to become a contributor. So that's the difference. So you talked about before about the importance of just being everywhere. How important is omnipresence and being everywhere when in building a brand or a business? I think it's critically important, especially during various phases of your business. So if you're launching, you definitely want to be omnipresent. But just in general, you want to be the people that people see everywhere. And when we think about this, one of the glaring examples, I know you've had him on your podcast, Gary Vaynerchuk, like, that dude's everywhere. Like when Clubhouse was went went up, I, I'm not a, I'm not in Clubhouse by the way, but my wife is. So I asked her, I'm like, can you see if Gary Vaynerchuk's on there? Sure enough, dude's on. <laughs> and, I, and we all know he has a team out now, but he is an advocate himself of doing a lot of that social himself. And you see him everywhere. And there's just something about that brand omnipresence that builds trust and gets clients curious about you and starts that buying process in their mind. So what advice do you have for the listeners when it comes to wanting to get their first article published, right? So they, they buy in, they believe you, okay, media is the way to go. Where do you start? Uh, the where you want to start with is your website. And for most people that are listening to this, I'm not going to say most, for some people that listen to this, you don't have a blog. You need a blog. <laughs> I am a content marketing person. I love content. I love content creation. Um, most people don't, and that's fine. But in the world that we live in, you need a blog, you need some content on there, it's how you show expertise. And if you wanna get into a publication, that's the first place an editor's gonna look for. So get a blog up. If you don't feel like it's in there writing, that's okay. You can use talk to text, talk out some articles, put them up on your blog, hire an editor, get them cleaned up and boom, you're good to go. Then next, you're gonna to have to build some social proof. Large publication editors, Inc., Entrepreneur, Business Insider, they don't wanna be your first and they're not going to be your first. So you're gonna to wanna to get published on smaller sites. Now there are a lot of websites you can get published on that you don't need to have been published anywhere else, such as your Thrive Globals, Mind Body Green, Good Men Project, Addicted to Success, uh, She Owns It, Lifehack, uh, Social Media Examiner to some extent, Influensive, and the list could go on. There's probably like a hundred places you can get published without having been published anywhere else. This is very simple. You get a 600 to 900 word article on whatever it is that you teach. Again, if you don't want to write it, talk it out. And you can submit to each of those places and you can start to build some social proof. 
if you're going to approach a, a large publication and what we tell people is you should have at least three other sites besides your own. So your own and then three other websites where you've been published. And that gives you some brand credibility then to go after a large publication. What if you're listening and you're like, okay, cool, but I'm not such a good writer, right? Like, like is, is this just, okay, well, if that's not your domain, then just ignore it. Or is it no, find a way, hire someone to help you write the articles, hire an editor, but don't, don't ignore this. Yeah. I think there's a few options. You can outsource it. That's an option. And there's a lot of great outsource options. Um, you can use talk to text. That's another option, but I think it's generally it's understanding what writing is. People think of when they think of writing, they think of Ernest Hemingway in a cafe in Barcelona, you know, writing the classic, right? Or they think of Malcolm Gladwell, who writes, you know, 100,000 words every day. Um, that's, that's what they're thinking of when they think of writing. When reality is writing is just the ability to express thoughts. That's all it is, is thoughts. What are your thoughts about digital marketing? What are your thoughts about high performance? What are your thoughts about mentors? And it's expressing those thoughts in a cohesive way. So if you got a podcast, you can get take the, the transcript of the podcast and that could be an article. Um, if you do social media content, you can compile some of those posts and that can be an article. If you're creating things for your newsletter, um, those are articles. So, or even videos, you can take your videos, hire somebody to transcribe it, and that can be an article. So really it's the thought, it's the content that you're creating now, just in written form. So I think the biggest thing to understand is you are a writer. You just have to reclassify what you think writing is. Hey everyone, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Thank you for your attention. And if you made it this far, you're clearly somebody who wants to take their business to the next level. You want to get better. And I understand that being an entrepreneur sometimes can feel like a little bit of a lonely journey, which is why being part of a thriving community of like-minded people is just so important. It was super helpful in my own development as well. And as is the ability to instantly get answers to the questions you may have in order to grow and scale your business. It's for that reason why I launched a consulting coaching program called the Market Domination Method. And guess what? If you're listening to this and you hear this, we're open for applications right now for new members to join. So to request an invitation or to book a free diagnostic call, call it a game plan call. I'll literally sit with you and demonstrate the value that we could bring to your business on that call. Let's jump on a call. Uh, we'll discuss ways you could possibly grow your business. Head on over to jportnoy.com, J-P-O-R-T-N-O-Y.com. You'll find all the different ways you could work together. It's going to be the best business decision you'll make. So hope to speak soon. Head on over to jportnoy.com, book that free game plan call, and I look forward to talking to you soon.